Love Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministry with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Pastor Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Pastor Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia, where the leads are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and a senior pastor, Bishop Kevin Jones. They have services every Sunday, beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon. Eastern Standard Time, you can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to their Bible study live. They also have Bible studies at their location every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. I hope everyone enjoyed their Thanksgiving celebration, fellowship, holiday, ate well. Glory to God. He's blessed us to see another Thanksgiving day, which man sees as Thanksgiving day. But we know that every day is a day of Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. But this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Father. But before we get into the word, we're going to hear a song. Amen. Every day of my life, I get a new blessing. Well, the Lord sends new blessings my way. And he does it over and over and over again. Come on, y'all.
Hallelujah. You keep on blessing me. Over and over again. No matter what I'm going through. No matter what I'm facing. No matter what my situation is. You still keep blessing me. Over and over and over and over again. Hallelujah. And the blessings of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow with it. When God blesses you, No sorrow come with it. I'm going to say that again. When God blesses you, no sorrow come with it. So if any sorrow comes with what someone may say is a blessing, you have to question it. Because the word of God says, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Glory to God. Well, thank you once again for calling in. As we mentioned earlier, hope everyone had a blessed, thankful, wonderful, reflecting Thanksgiving Day. Glory to God. I'm going to go ahead and get into the word, amen. Coming out of the book of Psalms, Psalm, the fourth chapter, verse one. Psalm, the fourth chapter, verse one. And it reads Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. I'm going to read it again. Hear, hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. The title of the message this morning is Blessed in Distress. Blessed in Distress. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. 
Thank you, Father, for charging your angels for being camped around about us, protecting us and keeping us in their care, God, watching over us, fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy, God, protecting us from all harm and danger. Father, thank you for waking us up this morning. Hallelujah. To see another glorious day that you have made. Thank you, Father, for your new mercies that came with this day, God. Thank you for your all-sufficient grace, Father. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to come before you once again. In your presence, Father, to sit at your feet, to rest on your lap, to lay on your bosom, Father, to hear your heartbeat, to receive what you will have to say to us this morning. Thank you, Father, for your word, your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you for your son, Jesus, Father, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins, to stand in the gap, God, to live a sinless life and to take the sins of the world to the cross, Father. Thank you, Father, for not only allowing him to suffer and to die on the cross, Father, but thank you for even allowing him to go to hell for us, Father, to take the keys of hell from Satan. Hallelujah. And because he lived a sinless life, Death, the hell, and the grave couldn't hold him. So thank you, Father, for waking him up, raising him up on the third day, God, with all power in his hands. And thank you, Father, for receiving Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious, conquering blood. Thank you for Holy Spirit, who you sent to be our comforter, our guide, our teacher, Father. And thank you for you, Almighty God, Jehovah, God all by yourself, our Father. Thank you, Father, for thinking of us, for considering us, Father, for creating us, God, for visiting us, Father. Thank you, Father, for calling us your own. Those who have accepted your son, Jesus, as Lord and Savior. Thank you for calling us your children, your sons and daughters. Now, Father, as we receive your word, your message, 
Help us to apply it to our lives, to make it personal, Father, and then carry out the mission of sharing the gospel, the good news, and seeking and saving those souls which are lost. We thank you and we praise you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Blessed in distress. Blessed in distress. Psalm 4th chapter, verse 1. This is this is David crying out to God. And actually, This is the the second prayer of distress. The first prayer of distress is is Psalm the third chapter. When David cries out to God in verse 1 and says, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. Salah. Got the people mocking him. Saying, you say God is your protector. God is your deliverer. But where is your God now when you're going through what you're going through? But then he encouraged himself in verse 3 by saying, But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of mine head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill to lie. See, David had, had been through some things. And so he was reminding himself of how God had already delivered him. How God had Always been there for. Verse 5 says, I laid me down and slept. I await for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of 10,000 of people that have set themselves against me roundabout. If God be for you, he's more than the whole world against you. Then verse 7 reads, Arise, O Lord, save me. O my God, for thou hast 
smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Then listen to this. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Salah. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Salah. Salah. S-E-L-A-H. One definition means to ponder, to to think about, to, to meditate on what was just said. So that's what David was doing. He was reminding himself of how God had never left him down, had always been there for him. In in, in one place, he said, I've been young and I've been old. But Never, never is 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 a powerful word. Some people say you should never say never. But David said, never have I seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. He keeps blessing me over and over again. That's what David was saying. So that's that's the first prayer of distress. Psalms chapter 3. And then in verse verse 1 in chapter 4, he cries out to God again by saying, Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. O God of my righteousness. And 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 what what David is saying here, he he's saying, I'm in right standing with you, God. I'm in in in, in constant fellowship with you. Continually communing with you, conversating with you, always being in your presence. Psalm 34 says, 
David says, I will bless the Lord at all times. No matter what I'm going through. All times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And and, and as, as we share... On last week, actually, I want to apologize about last week. I had some technical difficulties when I went back to listen to the program. It only gave me about 11 to 12 minutes. So I apologize for last week, but that's. That's technology, people. I have nothing to do with it. But I had mentioned that God is always there. He never leaves nor forsakes us. He never leaves nor forsakes us. And then I shared the example of the hundred sheep. And then one strays off. And the shepherd goes to look for that sheep. That one sheep says he leaves the ninety-nine. And goes to look for that one sheep. So that right there shows just how much God loves us. How much he cares for us. Because he don't want us to be alone. If God be forced. He's more than the whole world against us. And then another scripture asks a question. If if God be for us, who can be against us? Who can be against us if God before us. So 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 David is 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 crying out to God and he says, Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. He said, I've done right by people. I've loved them. I haven't mistreated them because I know that I'm representing you.
which reminds me of how to treat people. And 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 I don't want to to mess up this this relationship, this 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 fellowship that we have, God. So so I'm 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 in right standing with you. I'm 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 standing upright. There's there, there's nothing for me to be ashamed of. And then he says, "Thou hast enlarged me." When I was in distress, thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. The, 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 the word distress distress means pain or suffering. In the body, pain or suffering affecting a bodily part or the mind. Trouble. That's 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 one definition of of distress. Uh, another one is. A painful situation, misfortune. Misfortune means you lost some things. You're in a a state of struggling. Of not having enough. And then another definition of distress is a state of danger or desperate need. A state of danger or desperate need. All of us have been in distress. Distress means to cry out. In a manner that says, I need help. Agony. Misery. This is what distress is. 
it 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 implies an, an external and usual temporary cause of great physical or mental strain and stress. When 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 someone is in distress, you can you can see it on them. You can you can you can see it in their face. You can you can see it in their body. And you can hear it in their voice. But in that distress, David said, God, you Technology. I was able to to fix it this time. I apologize about that, but David is saying, "Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress." Then he says, "Have mercy upon me." And hear my prayer. So the 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 emphasis is David saying, "Hear, hear my call, hear my prayer." Second Chronicles. Seven fourteen reads, My people who are called by my name. The first word is if. If my people who are called by my name shall first humble themselves and pray. Seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. He said, then I will hear. So 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 there there are steps that, that, that we must that we must do in order for God to first Hear us. First, we must be called by his name. We, we, we must be his. We, 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 we must have a relationship for him to recognize and say, oh, that's that's one of mine right there. 
he's 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 calling out to me. She's she's calling out to me. That's one of mine. And then it says we must humble ourselves. Then you must humble yourself before you pray. Because it it, it puts you in, 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 in a place, it puts you in a in a posture. Of saying, I need you. And 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 I know that my help only comes from you, God. So so I'm humbling myself and I'm praying and I'm 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 Seeking your face. Seeking his face. David said, in, in, in the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. I'm seeking his face. And then, Turn from your wicked ways. That's the last step. So, 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 so we can, we can, we can humble ourselves. We can, we can pray and we can seek His face. But till we turn from our wicked ways, the next thing that that said is. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive. Hearing comes before forgiving. And then he says, I will heal their land. Forgiving is before healing. So God says, if, if you do these, then I will do this. There are conditions There are conditions for being blessed in distress. Let's go to Saint Corinthians. Saint Corinthians, the the fourth chapter. And it reads. In verse 8, 2 Corinthians 4th chapter, verse 8, and it reads, 
We are troubled on every side. Troubled on every side. We 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 just we just saw that a definition for distress is to be troubled. We are troubled on every side. Yet not distressed. Troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We're not desperate. We're not in danger. Then it says in verse 9, persecuted, but not forsaken. Persecuted. Persecution means that your character is being attacked. That's what persecution means. Your character is being attacked. Falls under Accusations, lies, false accusations, because your character speaks for itself. Who you are. And who you represent. Speaks for itself. Says persecuted but not forsaken. And 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 because of your character, you're protected. God's God's hand is 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 on you. His, his, his favor is on you. People are going to talk. But the more they talk, the more others see. Glory to God. The more they talk, The more others see. Let's let's hold hold this. Second Corinthians fourth chapter. Let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah fifty four, verse seventeen, and it reads: No weapon, no weapon. 
that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue, this is this, this what I want us to see. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, this next word is powerful. Because this this verse has, has been mis, misquoted. It, it, it it's been it's been misquoted by, by, by saying this. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment. God shall condemn. But but that's not what this scripture says. This this is what it, it actually says. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment says thou shall condemn. Not God, but 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 you shall condemn. But then the, the a lot of the misunderstanding is because you rarely hear this scripture completed. A, a, a lot of people stop there. But that's not the end of it. This, this is why you shall condemn. Because it goes on to say, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Those who, who, who represent God. And their righteousness is of me. And the, 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 the most important word of this scripture are the last three. Says the Lord. This is God speaking. So 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 he didn't say no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment I shall condemn. God, God, God's not saying he shall condemn it. No, he's saying you shall condemn. How? By your character. By how you live. By how you respond, by how you react, then it hits of the servants of the Lord. This comes with 
being in right standing with him. No weapon, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, even spiritual, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, people judging you, false accusations, Accusing you of something that you did not do. God said, you shall condemn. So, so the more they talk, the more others will see. The, 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 the more lies that they tell. the more truth others will see. That's powerful. And we don't even have to say a word. Just keep living. Let's go back to 2 Corinthians 4th chapter. Verse 9 says, persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. But not destroyed. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So, so, so when David says, In my distress, you've enlarged me. I'm going to leave you with this. If you ever feel distressed, ever feel distressed, Look for the blessing. Glory to God. I'm going to say that again. If ever feel distress, look for the blessing. Blessings come in distress. Because God don't, he don't want us to focus 
on what we're going through. He don't want us to focus on on what we're facing, on, on, on our situation, on our circumstances. That's why we're blessed in distress. That's why he, he, he blesses us in distress. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he added no sorrow with it. God says, I see what you're going through. I, 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 I see what you're facing. Because, because you're going through what you're going through, be, 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 because you're facing what you're facing, be, be, because you're in, here's a blessing. Whenever you feel distressed, look for the blessing. Blessed in distress. Glory to God. It comes with it. Blessed in distress. Father, thank you. Thank you, Father, for reminding us that you will never leave us nor forsake us. That, 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 that you're always with us. Because we're in right standing with you, God. Because we can stand upright, not ashamed. Because we're in relationship with you, God. We can know with assurance. That no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against us in judgment, we shall condemn. Our, our, our lives, our, our, our character, our, our reputation. shall condemn because it is our heritage and our righteousness is of you. Why? Because you said it. Thank you, Father. We love you. We praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Blessed in distress. So the next time you feel distressed, you should get excited.
because a blessing is on the way. He keeps on blessing over and over and over and over again. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministry with Brother Norman Woodard. Love you.